Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey Podcast, where we share how functional core rehab can actually change your life. We share the stories of clients and professionals who have done Tummy Team programs, and we share so much more than that. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of the Tummy Team. I'm passionate about helping people find profound healing beyond the physical healing, but also emotional healing to be strong and pain-free for the life they were meant to live. Welcome back to the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. This is Kelly Dean, your host and the founder of the Tummy Team. And we have a fun podcast for you today. I'm going to be sharing with you a little bit more about the work that we do at the Tummy Team, specifically with seniors, with older individuals, and kind of how we look at what's going on with functional core weakness and even diastasis recti in men and women that are 50, 60, 70, 80, even 90s. And what, you know, kind of hopefully to help everybody understand that it's one, never too late to rebuild and restore your core. It's never too late to heal a diastasis. Diastasis recti is not limited to prenatal and postpartum women um, or young athletes. There's a lot of stuff going on around functional core weakness that is directly applicable to the demands on our life as we age. And one of the things we always say here at the Tummy Team is that we want you to have a strong core for life. And that's double-sided, right? For the life that you want to live, for real life stuff, but also for the length of your life, for your entire life. and you know, I recently turned 50 and I would definitely not call myself a senior, but I can see that things are changing in my body and things are changing in kind of my goals and my long-term perspective of what's important and what I want to uh, maximize in my health and my mobility and how I want to address that. We work with a lot of, a lot of uh, older patients, a lot of older clients. And and sometimes that's because the men that have diastasis tend to fall in the 50 to 75-year-old bracket. That's the demographic that's most common for men that have diastasis recti. Um, also because people find us because they are, our women find us because they're having pelvic floor issues. Um, as they get older, they're having some stress incontinence or urge incontinence or prolapse symptoms. And so they find us that way. Um, because of back pain, sometimes people come to us because their daughters saw us prenatally and the daughter is like, mom, you need to do this. And, and so we, we are able to reach, um, you know, kind of older clients that way. But all that to say, it's not just for the young. And if you are young and you're kind of listening to this, um, I want you to still listen because I want you to think about your future, but also think about maybe the individuals in your life that might benefit from the work we do at the Tummy Team. All right. So what I wanted to talk about is all of the different areas that functional core rehab benefits and how we modify and adjust and focus on things specifically 
for older clients and what's important to them. All right, so we're going to go through a bunch of different components of functional core rehab and how I specifically focus on things, and then we'll kind of bring it all back around at the end. Um, I think the very first thing that I, I think about when I'm 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 looking into the future and I'm working with these um, older clients is posture, and posture is so important to the work we do here, right? Because your core muscles are postural muscles and your postural alignment impacts how you can activate your core. So the first thing we do in all of our core rehab is work on your alignment. We start educating you about neutral pelvis, neutral rib cage. How are you sitting? How are you standing? How can we support sitting and standing better? Because our furniture um, is not helping us. Our habits are not helping us. Technology is not helping us. So how can we do some of those things? But what we we fail to understand is that posture is also, and we kind of hear it in the term alignment when we think about a, a car and we want to get our alignment done. That's really balancing out the wheels so everything works more efficiently and effectively and smoother. So posture is another thing like that. Posture actually helps our body, which is like the ultimate machine, be aligned in a way that it works more efficiently and more effectively. So as a result, as we start to work on improving posture and the strength that comes with improved posture, we see this increase in energy level and not fatiguing out so quickly, having longer endurance, which gives you access to much more of your life, right? You're not getting tired so quick. You can engage more and be more present in your life. Um, also, posture puts us in optimal alignments, which naturally improves pain. Now, that sometimes feels counterintuitive when you start initially changing your posture, because if you've been in poor posture for a very long time and you start making some adjustments, sometimes it's uncomfortable. Sometimes you have new pain that you haven't had because you are working muscles in a different way or stretching muscles or asking things in your body to do things they haven't done. And that is uncomfortable. But ultimately, that's a temporary stage. As things shift, you have less pain because your body's imbalanced and there's not a lot of compensations for those out of alignment things. Um, the other thing that posture helps with is balance. When we are in an optimal alignment, our body responds better to being upright and not falling over and not tipping over and not feeling like we're going to fall. And balance becomes a big thing as our reaction time shifts as we get older. And the reaction time that often shifts because of immobility, immobility around the ankles, the hips, um, and the arms, and just balance reactions. So the core being so deep in our torso actually helps with some of those initial balance reactions, telling us when we're off balance and helping us to have the muscles and connection to correct those off balance things. Um, posture increases our mobility because of that efficiency, but also because when we look at posture, we're looking at your between your pelvis and your rib cage, connecting those two um, pelvic bowl, rib cage bowl, and strengthening the corset, the torso around it, so that your spine is in optimal stability and alignment. When you have that stability and, and that postural correction 
around the core, then your arms and legs have more freedom to move because your arms and legs aren't trying to act as stabilizers and they can do their job as movers. And so that is super helpful too. And ultimately posture at any age um, impacts our confidence. When we stand up tall and when we're able to stand up tall and we have the strength to maintain that, that gives us confidence that reflects confidence. And, you know, a lot of things that we work on is are kind of a, a circle. You have core strong, a stronger core. So you have better posture, you have better posture. So you have a stronger core, right? Same thing with confidence. When you have more confidence, you stand up taller, you hold yourself up taller. When you are holding yourself up taller, you have more confidence. There's a little bit of a circle cycle there. Improved posture also impacts your um, respiratory system and your digestive system. It helps your lungs expand better. It helps you um, cough better. It helps you clear out things that get stuck in your in, um, in your respiratory tract better. The core also supports your digestive system. So that also helps your your GI tract function better, helps you have better bowel movements, not have bloating, constipation, all of that stuff that is unpleasant and becomes sometimes more common as we get older. So all of the systems start to break down. So posture is our number one first thing that we think about when we're working on functional core strength in um, the, in all populations, but there's some specific things related to seniors that you know, are so important. I can't tell you how many clients I see where they'll say, oh, I have the worst posture. Oh, I've had terrible posture for years. Oh, I'm, I retired and now I'm sitting so much more and my posture has gone down or I spend all these hours on the computer and my posture is terrible, you know, and, um, that, and, and we kind of almost say that with a period at the end, I have terrible posture period. Like that's it. That's the end of the story. That's how it is. But I, I always like to change those that that final statement, that period to a comma. I have terrible posture, comma. That's something that we're going to need to work on. <laughs> that's something I would like to improve. How can we improve that? And it, it doesn't matter what age you're at. There, we take baby steps to gradually improve what's going on. More, most commonly, it's not a bone change. It's not a structural change. It is a muscular change. Um, the muscles are tight in one area, weak in another area, and our body is assuming a posture, but that doesn't mean that your spine has um, become fixed in that posture. The The bones are not fixed in that position. It, they're just hard to move because the muscles aren't moving properly. There are sometimes when there are bony changes, there are compression fractures in the spine. There are as loss of um, disc space, you know, that happens. There's a lot of things that can happen, but even in those times, the muscle muscle work that we do will support and stabilize the structures that are are starting to shift and change. Okay. All right. Second thing we think about core strength, obvious, right? We work on core strength, but so many times as you get older, you think we, we, like all of us, we think the only thing we can do for core strength is, you know, work out more 
crunches, sit-ups, do some planks. And the thought of doing some of those movements as you get older, just actually for me anytime, sounds very unpleasant. It's not what I want to be doing with my time. Um, and, And logistically, for some of my clients, it's not realistic. It's very difficult for them to get on and off the floor, to get up and down um, and doing uh, some of those movements hurts their necks, hurts their back, hurts their, makes their tummy feel bad for all valid reasons. So when we look at functional core strength and the way the tummy team approaches that is we do everything upright. I would say 99% of what we work on is upright, especially with strengthening stuff we are working on your pelvis and rib cage aligned it and your your core elongated. We work on sitting alignment, standing alignment, working on engaging those muscles with functional movements of lifting, carrying, bending, reaching, all of those things. So it's very doable to make some meaningful changes in your core strength and do it upright. Even if I have somebody that's wheelchair bound, we can make some huge improvements in their core strength. I'll never forget a client I had years and years ago when I first started doing this this type of physical therapy that was, um, I was seeing this person in home health and she was an MS patient who was hospital bound or not hospital bound. She was wheelchair bound. And um, she was, because of her collapsed posture and her weak core, she was having a lot of constipation issues, a lot of bathroom issues. And that was really um, sabotaging her life. And so, you know, yes, we started working on getting her in better alignment in sitting. Then he started with the belly breath, the transverse holds, elongating, connecting, some abdominal massage, and a lot of back pain that she had kind of ignored, didn't even think it would ever get better, resolved within the first week. And within two weeks, she was having regular bowel movements. And she wasn't, she wasn't able to stand still, like she would stand to move from her bed to the chair, but she did not have the capacity to move um, upright other than in the wheelchair. And she still, this, this core strength and this core connection still made a dramatic impact on her life. So That functional core strength, really important for the digestive system, really important for posture, decreasing pain, um, and really um, changing any, or maybe not changing, but kind of counteracting any spinal changes. So like I mentioned before, like that collapsed spine, that kyphosis, um, where you have the rounded upper back or any kind of uh, decrease in um, you know, in fluid in the discs that kind of make us shrink over time, um, any kind of compression fractures or osteoporosis, any of those things. If you think about what we do when we're, when we're activating the core and you think about, you know, sitting on your sit bones, the edge of your chair and elongating up, kind of being as tall as you possibly can. And as you use the muscles that make you in that lengthened position, Those muscles support those spinal changes. That's your internal core muscle. It gives you a ton of stability, a ton of um, protection to your spine, and it decreases pain. So that core strength is totally achievable no matter what 
age or what activity level because we do it upright with the breath work, with the posture. Okay. And so it's very doable. Diastasis recti is the next thing. You know, a lot of times we have this misunderstanding that diastasis recti is only, you know, you, if you don't fix it, you know, within a year of having a baby, it's never going to be fixed. I don't know who sets that timeline. It's a crazy timeline because maybe you didn't know that information, you know, within a year of having the baby. Maybe you were in chronic parenting postures and then you got pregnant again and then you got pregnant again and then you got pregnant again and your body never got out of that collapsed posture and that expanding midline, you know, for years and years. That doesn't mean it's not going to, um, doesn't have the capacity to heal. It just means that you didn't heal it then. So we should heal it now. So I have I have worked with um, women that are in their 60s and 70s and still have a three or four finger wide diastasis. And we've been able to close that up really relatively quickly for if you think about how long they've been living with it, just having them connected to the right muscles doing the right thing. And like I said before, the men that we work with are 50 to 75 is our most common demographic. And I would say it's more likely in those 60s, 70s and 80s that I hear from men that are like, oh my goodness, I I thought it was a tumor. I have this alien sticking out of my tummy. And, uh, you know, I, I thought it was a hernia, but I went to a doctor and the doctor's like, no, it's a diastasis. It's not a hernia. Um, so, but it is a risk for a hernia. So we still, no matter how long it's been, we still want to close up the diastasis for several reasons. Um, it will decrease the risk of having a hernia, decrease any need for unnecessary surgery, which we don't want at any age, but you definitely, the risks of surgery and general anesthesia become significantly higher as we age. Um, it and and then we think about if you have a diastasis, that is telling you your abdominal wall is not functioning ideally. It is not functioning the way it was intended to because the muscles are not connected. There's a hole in the middle. So as we get that core connection and pull everything back together and close up the diastasis we start to see all those other improvements that we've already talked about. The digestion's improvement, the back pain is less, they're connected to their core, better posture, better balance, better energy level, um, and less of a risk of it turning into something more severe. All right, so we do treat diastasis and we have all of those, uh, all of our seniors check themselves for diastasis. Um, it's not just a you know young people condition. The other reason uh, or the other real important thing that we do with our older clients and with seniors is pelvic floor work, functional pelvic floor work. And I had mentioned this early on that that's sometimes the reason that people find us is they um, start seeing some changes in their pelvic floor function, whether that's uh, stress incontinence, urge incontinence. Those are both words for basically pee in your pants when you don't mean to. You can't get to the bathroom on time or when you cough or you sneeze, you leak. Um, uh, pelvic organ prolapse where it feels heavy in your vaginal canal or things are pull, pushing out. Um, and then in men, what that looks like is prostate dysfunction. The weight of your organs pressing down on your prostate can inflame the prostate, which affects urination, sexual function, 
and um, can lead to some misdiagnosis of prostate issues that require surgery that maybe it wasn't, it was just an inflamed prostate from posture and pressure and um, an dysfunctional pelvic floor. So we want to address all of those things. We want to look at um, how the core and the pelvic floor are connected and how functional pelvic floor is kind of lifting everything up and supporting the deep internal structures so that the sphincters are more effective, but also so that the bladder is held where it's supposed to be and there's weight off the prostate in men and the uterus is supported in women and the digestive system is supported um, in men and women. So, you know, the, the functional core rehab that we do always has a component of functional pelvic floor, but then we have more detailed functional pelvic floor work that we work on um, to help, you know, minimize those stress incontinence symptoms, um, and which also can minimize stuff like recurrent UTIs or other kinds of infections. It can also impact intimacy issues. If we can increase blood flow in the area, we can also help with some of the other pain with intimacy or dysfunction that sometimes comes with intimacy. We can address all of those things. And this overall increases the quality of life. You know, it's things that people don't like to talk about, but it's obviously a problem if you've ever been to Target and walked down the the incontinence um, adult diapers aisle, the amount of products that have been um, released in the last five to 10 years is amazing. And it there's so many products out there. This is an issue. It's an issue that we think, oh, we just need to wear diapers now. But what if you didn't? What if we could fix it? What if it could be corrected, even if it's been a long time, even if you've been um, dealing with this for a long time? So so giving, giving clients an option that's not surgery and that's not diapers, I think is really empowering. You know, I I personally want to think about how I'm living my life in my 60s, 70s, and 80s and and what I'm capable of and what I want to do and not having to be, you know, focused on where's the next bathroom and is that a bathroom that's going to work for me? And, you know, I in decreasing our fluid intake because I don't want to drink too much because I might have to pee all the time or, you know, all of those things that start to happen not leaving the house because you don't trust that you could be out and about without having an accident. Not um, going for those walks with the dog anymore because it's too difficult. There's all of these things that are happening that that start to impact your real life and your mobility and your activity level. And those have consequences that impact your quality of life and your health as you get older. So looking at how can we help people with these common issues that are are treatable with functional core rehab and functional pelvic floor rehab. Then there's some other components that are a little bit more general, but equally as important, flexibility. Um, Flexibility, when we are not using a muscle, things get tight. When we're in the same position all the time, things don't have the same amount of movement to them. And when we don't have 
the flexibility we need, it starts to limit stuff like I can't reach the stuff in the top cabinet because I can't lift my arm up there. I can't shampoo my own hair because I can't put my hands up like that. I can't, you know, tie my own shoes because I can't bend over like that. I have to have slip-ons. I can't, uh, you know, bend over and pick up stuff off the floor or, you know, reach, you know, high or lift things over my head. Um, All of those things, we want to maintain and maximize our range of motion and our flexibility for as long as we can, because that is what keeps us independent and doing the things that we love. Um, so, so a lot of that comes from, and the way I look at it with people is I work out the core stability for first, the core connection, and then I start releasing all the compensation patterns in their upper body and lower body. And then we start looking at how can we access and maximize as much range of motion without pain and just doing baby steps a little bit at a time to maintain independence, freedom, and joy in the things that we do. So so flexibility kind of goes right up alongside of mobility. Mobility, I like to think of as more than just range of motion, but how easily we move within that range of motion. And I release on Mondays, most of the time on social media and in our emails, these meaningful movement Mondays, where they may look like simply a minute of moving your body. Um, It may look when you're looking at it to be very simple, but whatever we do, the most wins. And if we don't reach up over our head very often, then we lose the ability to reach up over our head. So I like to create movement patterns and moments where you are using the less common movement patterns in your day so that you retain and maintain those movement patterns. Um, If whatever we do the most wins, whatever we don't do loses right? So if you don't um, do certain things because of pain, because of weakness, because you feel off balance, all of those things, then that really starts to have a, you know, a spiral downhill effect. So we look at balance stuff. We look at confidence in movement. Like I can't tell you how many people will say, um, yeah, I can't rotate. I can't twist because I put my back out once when I did that. And I said, okay, so we need to increase some rotation. We need to give you a safe place where you can start rotating your body. Um, I, you know, it's hard for me to turn my head this way because I hurt myself this one time. So I stopped turning my head this way. Well, now that's going to impact their ability to drive. They need to be able to look over both shoulders. Right. And so we want to look at where we're at and how we can gradually get some of that range of motion back. Because like I said, in most cases, it's muscular, not structural. So if we can loosen up and get some blood flow and some freedom in some some of those movements, it is really empowering to get things back that you thought you were lost. So ultimately, this is maybe not something that we think about when we're younger. But maybe we see this in our parents or our grandparents, or maybe if you are getting older, you start to think about how important your independence and freedom is, how important it is for you to be able to still drive, be able to um, still mow your lawn, be able to still, you know, 
cook Thanksgiving dinner, be able to still, you know, get out and about, do your grocery shopping, go for hikes, go for swims, play with your grandchildren, um, you know, do the things you love to do and how important that is. Being proactive and looking at ways to reclaim and regain some of that stuff instead of looking at just, you know, I can't do this anymore. So I'm going to cut that part of that out of my life. Sometimes we do have to shift some things. Sometimes it does make sense to, to do things differently than we were doing before. Maybe doesn't make sense to um, be running as much as you did before, but maybe walking and hiking or doing something else along that, those same lines. Um, But I think being proactive, thinking ahead, and even no matter what age, like I said, I have I have clients that I see on a regular basis that are in their 80s. Um, and one of my one of my clients is about to turn 90 and really looking at um still really being empowered. And I have I have some gentlemen that are in their mid-90s that are working with me and looking at how can we still be moving forward and looking at what can we maintain, regain, reclaim, and use well? Um, and then the other thing that I do with clients, and this is typically in one-on-one sessions more than in our online courses, um, is I look at additional real-life needs. So this this becomes personal. You know, if you're somebody that I'm afraid to get up and down off the floor, then I'm going to actually work on strategies to help you get up and down off the floor and feel very confident doing it. Um, One of the things that, you know, way back when I was in PT school, my, um, my thesis uh, that I did when for my master's program was on um, preventing falls in the elderly. And the number one risk of falling is fear of falling. Being afraid of falling is the number one risk of falling, right? It's like a little self-fulfilling prophecy. But the reason is when you're afraid you're going to fall, you decrease your activity level. You are rigid in your movements. You, um, you, you are moving less and less because you're afraid of falling. So if we can work on getting the strength, the mobility, the flexibility, the confidence, and then you know, look at specifically, what would you do to get on the floor and get back up from the floor? What would you do if you fell on the floor to help yourself get back up on the floor, from the floor? What would we do to correct our balance so we don't fall on the floor, but we just take a step and reach and support ourselves? So we look at some of those specific things. For some people, what they want more than anything is to be able to reach overhead. I mentioned being able to wash your own hair, fix your own hair. Um, that range of motion to, and endurance to hold your hands up over your head long enough to wash and blow dry and fix your hair um, is something that's a real deal. It's a real thing that 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 I want. I want you know my clients to be able to do. Um, I have clients that want to be able to care for their grandkids, want to be able to hold the baby without back pain, want to be able to pick the baby up off the floor, the toddler up off the floor and get them in the crib. You know, want to be able to do things that feel really important to them. I have clients that simply um, their dog is their like greatest companion 
and they want to be able to safely feel like they can go for a walk with their dog or that they can help their dog on and off of the bed with them or what, you know, pick up poop after the dog and not feel like that's a problem. So these are our real life needs that require flexibility, balance, strength, stability, mobility, confidence, all of those things. And, and that is what we work on. We, you know, it's, it's less about like what your body looks like and, you know, meeting some kind of um, fitness goal. It's more about real life needs and being able to, to have those and keep those and look forward you know, be proactive moving forward. And a lot of times we don't see a need for something until we've lost the ability to do it. We we aren't proactive, we're reactive as a culture. So hopefully this message will help you start being more proactive, thinking about the future. And if you are an older adult and you're feeling like, gosh, I've given up this, I've given up that, I'm afraid of this, I can't do that. I really encourage you to reach out to us. I mean, I I would love to help you um, reclaim some of the things that have been lost or modify what you're doing so you can get back to doing some of the things you love in a way that feels comfortable and confident and safe. Um, you know, it is empowering. It's empowering to be able to do the things you've always been able to do. And, and you know, age does shift things and there are th- there is loss that comes with it, but sometimes that loss happens earlier than it needs to. And sometimes we assume that just because things are common or because we've hit a certain age that that means these things are inevitable. And I, I, you know, I've seen it happen too often that I've seen really crazy empowering changes in people's lives by doing some simple functional core rehab. And, you know, I do, I make it simple. I make it straightforward. I make it meaningful. And, um, and you see, you see the progress and, and that is, that's what we want for you. So hopefully this helps you. And I mean, I'm sure there's a million other things that we do with seniors that would be helpful, but these are the things that I thought of when I was kind of preparing for today and what, when I've been working with, you know, my most recent clients, um, you know, core strength is, is essential. It's essential and it's not what people think it is. And we don't get it the way we think it is. It's not necessarily what you need to get in the gym. Um, it's real life stuff that is needed. And that's, that's how we help train your body to get those real life strength pieces and components back together for you. All right. If you would love to learn more about what we do at the Tummy Team, I encourage you to go to thetummyteam.com. We have, I think, 13 online courses now. Um, Core Foundations, Floor of Your Core, Core Foundations for Men are just some that come to mind when I think about my seniors. But we also have a Core Smart Fitness um, course. We have a functional core course where we really make things meaningful. And then you can also work with me one-on-one in e-sessions. And I work with people around the world. I don't have to live in your neighborhood to help you. Um, and, you know, and I love to help people. So, you know, let me help you uh, find the solutions that you need. 
All right. So check out what we do at the Tummy Team. I'm going to add a couple things in our podcast notes. Um, some other stories. I have some other uh, stories from from older clients that have worked with us that I think would be inspiring for you if you're wanting to connect with um, personal stories from other clients. And um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great day and a great week and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today at the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. To hear more inspiring stories, subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. And of course, to get more information, check out all that we do at thetummyteam.com. We would love to help you be strong for the life you were meant to live.